Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your weekend is not complete without the first lady of New York radio. It's the Joan Hamburg Show. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, there are so many amazing things about living in a great city like New York City, and they sort of, un- they reveal themselves as time goes by. And I recently, with some friends, went to visit Four Freedoms Park. And the whole, it's all about the memorial it is to Franklin D. Roosevelt. It was quite fabulous. And so many people, when they had said, what'd you do today? I said, I went to this park with friends and like, where is this park? We don't even know about it. So I'm going to introduce you to the president of a treasure right in our own backyard, Sally Menard, and let her explain what this memorial is and how it all came about. Thank you for being with us, Sally. Well, thank you, Joan, and I'm delighted to talk about the FDR Four Freedoms Park anytime. You know, it was supposed to happen in the 1970s, and uh, Roosevelt Island was renamed by Governor Rockefeller. Uh, it was a, an island of crumbling institutions and hospitals, and he envisioned a residential utopian uh, community right in the middle of the East River uh, between Manhattan and Queens. And so he dedicated four acres at the southern tip, which was all landfill, for a memorial to FDR because there actually was not yet a memorial to uh, our president uh, in New York State, which he was the governor of and then uh, went on to be president of the country from. So he announced it, and he chose Louis Kahn, which was an iconic architect of the 20th century, to design it. But then a lot of things happened. Um, he went to Washington to become the vice president, and Louis Kahn died, having finished his designs, and the city practically went bankrupt. So the project languished for decades, actually, until we revived it in the beginning of this century uh, under the auspices of the Roosevelt Institute. And, well, it's a long construction story from then. Right, I'm sure. But, you know, it was... Such an interesting experience, even for the simplicity of taking a picnic lunch on a nice day and sitting there, surrounded by all this and surrounded by the memorial and the history. And we are, we're so full of treasures that so many people don't know about. And how did you get involved? Well, actually, I was on the board of directors of the Roosevelt Institute, and the uh, chairman, Ambassador William Vanden Heuvel, who'd kept the idea alive for the 35 years between when it was supposed to happen, um, you know, he asked me if I would maybe come serve on this committee as, uh, to see if we could get it done in this century. And uh, <clears throat> so we started. It was definitely helped by the fact that Nathaniel Kahn did an uh, Oscar-nominated documentary called My Architect about uh, the plans, <clears throat> and the Cooper Union had an exhibit of Kahn's original drawings. 
And that caught the eye of a philanthropist in Chicago, who none of us had heard so of. So amazing, offered, right. Yeah, $10 million is kind of a starting ah. point. It was a great starting point. There were a lot of uh, a lot of milestones that had to be met. And this was a complicated, well, it's complicated to build anything in New York City, um, but it was a city uh, and state private par- project. It was always going to be that partnership. So we began the prospect of uh, raising a whole lot of money uh, to see if we could get it built. And of course, there was a recession going on, but um, Ambassador Van den Heuvel and this small committee just kept going. And Frank Siami, who's a terrific uh, con- uh, contractor in the city, he worked, uh, he worked on the Guggenheim, he worked on the Whitney. Um, anyway, he uh, guided us and then became the general contractor and helped us understand that the way to get it built with public funds was to divide it into phases. So Khan's concept was of a room at the base of the island and then a garden with 120 little leaf linden trees mm-hmm. um, and then a grand staircase to start the, the prospect. So we started from the base of the island and for the first year, uh, no one could see what was happening even from the FDR drive because we had to build the foundation uh, below sea level so we had a coffer dam which we had to pump out every day while the uh, contractors laid these giant uh, granite columns that were 10 feet tall and six feet square and uh, weighed 36 tons it was it was a quite a a miracle it was the largest stone project it's granite um, and trees basically Mm. Um, the largest stone setting project uh, ever in new york state well, it, it proceeded, and the exciting thing is we were able to open in the fall of 2012, and we were um, under budget and on time, which was also extraordinary. Yeah. I know, I know, and it's been a, an oasis in the city. It really, there's a power to con designs, uh, their aspects of Egyptian construction and Roman and Greek construction, and um it's it's designed in a way with promenades on the sides and then a big lawn down the middle and then a beautiful bust of uh, fdr by joe davidson uh that leads you to this room which he had in mind would be for reflection and creative thinking so we try to do our best there (laughs) and you did and we're going through in this country such a difficult time and i love the fact that when you go to the park and you're surrounded by the vision and the thoughts and the story of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And we need heroes, and we need them more than ever right now. I mean, right? Even then, we thought that was one of the worst crises with what was going on in the world. And we, I remember my mother, she worshipped uh, Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. and felt that he was the great leader taking America out of the Depression, leading us to victory in World War II. And I can still remember them talking about him and crying when things were difficult. So you guys did something very special, and it's there always. And when you need to get a little sense of reassurance and that things are going to turn around and be all right, take yourself to the Four Freedoms Park. I can't believe how many people had not been there before, including me. It's it's true. Most New Yorkers have not been. There never was really a reason to go there unless you happen to live there. 
But it's been it, what's been so exciting about it. You know, it's right across from the United Nations, which was part of Rockefeller's plan since that was the brainchild of FDR. Um, and back in 2014, when the Security Council was voting on whether or not to recognize Russia's takeover of Crimea, um, Carol Maloney, our congresswoman, staged a rally at the park with the uh, U.N. building in the background. And, of course, we know how the vote went in the Security Council. <clears throat> uh, the Russians vetoed it, uh, so Crimea did become under the domination of uh, Russia, and it's uh, topical now. And then just uh, a year ago, we also hosted a press conference to um, publicize the revolution of the women of Iran. Mm -hmm. And uh, Hillary Clinton came and addressed it, and... Um, we had an art exhibit. So that's, that's our new mission now is really a curated, curated public arts program that focuses on human rights. And I think it's, it's, it's going to be very exciting over the next few years as we address one issue or another. But all of these are related back to Franklin D. Roosevelt's Four Freedoms, which were what he announced in his uh, State of the Union speech in 1941 when the country was isolationist and really not interested in what was going on uh, in Europe. Um, and he knew that we would be involved at some point. And so he issued those four freedoms as, as a, a guide and a value and something to aspire to, to help bring the country along to what they would have to do at some point to help um, end the war. Well, it's, it's a site that has all kinds of possibilities, but it's also right. just a beautiful place to go and look at the city from a different um, a different vantage point. No, exactly. And it's a part of the city that, as you uh, mentioned again, Sally, most people are not involved with, aware of. I mean, I remember we were thinking, there's a whole world here, you yeah. know, which yeah. we, you know, sort of looking across the East River, you, you come to it from a different perspective. So... Mm -hmm. Well, it should be taken wonder, advantage. Yeah, people do wonder, well, now how do you get to Roosevelt Island? Because yeah, that's a good thing. Because... And so, so the answer is you can take a boat because they now have ferry service. You can take the tram, which is the most fun thing uh, from we loved it. Second uh -huh. Avenue uh, right over to the island. Um, you can take a bicycle. You can take the subway. Um, the, uh, the, the F train goes there, too. So. Uh, you can get there worth the trip. Uh, you know, Cornell Tech has built a giant um, graduate school technology campus. So Louis Kahn died before he figured out where the restrooms or the offices would be uh, or the cafe. <laughs> so now that we have Cornell Tech uh, just north of the uh, Four Freedoms Park, we've got all the amenities you could want. So, well, I strongly recommend um, visiting any time, any time of the year. It's, it's really quite extraordinary. That's for sure, and you're, you know, you're going to see that, and people live there. That that's what we heard. Some people saying, "I can't believe this. I didn't even know it existed," yeah. because well, New, New Yorkers York, yeah. look out, but they have to come here. Yeah, well, north of the 59th Street Bridge is a wonderful residential community, and there are new buildings going up now. Um, and people love living there because, well, originally they weren't, they didn't allow cars, but now, of course, they do. Um, uh, and then south of it is the Cornell Tech uh, campus and then uh, FDR Four Freedoms Park at the southern tip. It's, it's well, a lot. It has the, has the campus, the Cornell campus, 
made a big difference? Well, it definitely has to us because it's kind of embarrassing that we, our staff is in a trailer, a construction trailer, nicely appointed, um, and we don't really have public restrooms or any cafe. Yeah. So this Cornell Tech uh, capability has has definitely extended the amenities uh, that we can now say are associated with the uh, Four Freedoms Park. They're great neighbors. Which is which is terrific. And the more people that know about it, this is such a good time of year to come. Well, actually, any time is, but this is really nice. And the tram, it's only a few minutes ride, but it was like everyone on it became our buddy. Oh, what were you doing over here? And we said, we saw a production. You saw a theater? I said, yeah. And that's, even I was surprised when we got there and, went to see this amazing production right in our own backyard. Yes. Well, we have all kinds of programming. We have dance programs. We have, uh, we were supposed to have a fabulous uh, celebration of um, Hispanic, uh, the the month. Right. This is the. Unfortunately, it rained on Saturday, so we're going to have to reschedule that. But but there are all kinds of programming over there, dance and uh, movies and music and um, and then programs and art that, uh, as I say, references the, the four freedoms or human rights in general. So that's our new direction for art installations that we're very excited about. It's an opportunity to host all worthwhile, really worthwhile uh, international and, and domestic issues. I agree. And you leave your adventure with a feeling of optimism and pride, and we all need that right now. Well, Joan, so. you're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm so happy that you discovered it and that you enjoyed it and that I hope you'll come again. Absolutely. And all the best to you, Sally. We'll check in on you and find out the latest update about one of New York's treasures. Thank you so much, Joan. Really appreciate it. My Talk pleasure. To you again. I'm Joan Hamburg, and we're celebrating Four Freedoms Park, the memorial to Franklin D. Roosevelt. And this can be a nice adventure. All of you who call me, what can we do? Is there something new? Where should we go? Right here. And it's going to open up your eyes. So take advantage and enjoy. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC.